I'm glad that you are tuning in this evening. And um, as always, I just uh, want to say thank you. And if you don't care, if you can hear me, um, and if the sound is coming in okay, if you just give me a thumbs up, I greatly appreciate it. I'm still trying this new microphone thing here. And so if the sound is working, uh, I appreciate the likes or comments that you can hear. Um, don't want you to have to listen to a whole bunch of static. And um, uh, as always, uh, as we just uh, people start logging in, I want to thank you for taking time out each night to watch these videos. Um, I hope that you uh, uh, pray um, for the Lord's will in your life as I try to pray to share from these uh, verses each evening that you can be blessed and uh, as always you bless me tremendously and so we are continuing our study of Jonah and yesterday we found ourselves with Jonah being vomited up on the shore and uh, I made the statement that I'm sure Jonah smelled like the inside of a fish and uh, there wasn't a probably a hot shower waiting for him at home uh, in that day and so I can just imagine him, um, even if he didn't go straight to Nineveh, we don't know for sure, but I think he did. I just, I can't imagine walking to Nineveh covered in fish guts. And I say this tonight because I want you to think about this, because every step that he was taking, um, he would be smelling that. And it would be a reminder of God got you out of a mess. And so it starts in chapter 3, and it says, Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach to it the message that I tell you. First thing I want to show you tonight is when God calls you to do something and gives you the gift to do it, um, that doesn't change. Um, God has called us to serve Him. And that calling has never changed. Sometimes our calls um, are different. So uh, when I first um, started in the uh, serving the Lord, I started as a Sunday school teacher. Then I started as a youth leader. And then I felt the Lord moving me into a assistant pastor. And then I was an associate pastor. And now I am a senior pastor. And God has called me to teach His Word. Now, I don't know what the future looks like and, and when, what He has in store for me, but I know it's to be teaching the Word of God in some capacity, whether on nightly videos from the pulpit of the church that I pastor. I teach the, high school, or the college Sunday school class. And, and so the calling God has given me might change, but it never goes away. And so sometimes people feel like, well, God doesn't want me to do anything anymore. There's nothing I can do for God anymore. And that's just not true. Some people will say, well, Jake, I've just made a mess of things, so I can't serve God anymore. Jonah is told by God to go to Nineveh, most likely smelling like the inside of a nasty giant fish. And so don't let your past, don't let your mistakes, don't let your failures keep you from fulfilling the dreams and desire that God has for your life. You say, Jake, I just, I, I've been so hurt. I've been so discouraged. I, I've been so, uh, all these emotions and things. Listen, I know, I get it. But God says the calling that He put on your life 
hasn't changed. And so tonight, God wants to use you, and He wants to use you for as long as you have breath on this life. Second thing I want to show you here in, in verses 3 and 4, not only does God's calling on your life continue, in verse 3 and 4 it says, So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, a three-day journey in extent. And uh, so just imagine um, a city most likely about 60 miles in circumference. And Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. Then he cried out and said, Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Jonah did not have a wonderful microphone system like I have tonight. He didn't have the power of television. He didn't even have the power of a pulpit. As he is walking through the streets, he is telling the nation of the city of Nineveh, Repent, the judgment of God is coming. And so can you just imagine if you were sitting at the fall festival and someone starts walking through the crowd going, Repent, God's judgment is coming. If we're honest, most of us would consider that person a looney tune. But that's what Jonah did. And the Spirit of God began to convict these people, began to deal with them. But I want to show you something tonight. The first time God told Jonah to go, he ran. The second time God told Jonah, he said yes. And tonight I want you to know something. Obedience makes all the difference in the Christian life. If the Bible says to pray, pray. If the Bible says to forgive, forgive. If the Bible says to worship, worship. And so tonight I really want you to hear that, that obedience makes all the difference in your life as a Christian. Some things might not seem like they're a great big deal. Some things might not seem like they're that important. But just going is what God called him to do. And then when he got there, he called him to speak. And so you have no idea how you coming to church, uh, if you're able. Now, I'm not talking about if you're not able because of the virus. Um, how that kind word you speak to someone. Um, you've done the same thing as Jonah. You have showed up and you have spoken. Um, and so just think about that. Maybe it's in your own family as you're talking to your grandkids about the Lord. Show up and speak truth. And in every area of your life, if you will be obedient to God, it will make all the difference. And the third thing I want to show you tonight comes from verse 5. So the people of Nineveh believed God, proclaimed a fast, and put on sackcloth from the greatest to the least of these. So the people heard this message of the judgment of God, and they believed. Um, the Bible says that's all it takes, is that we must put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ. Believe that He died upon the cross, was buried, and rose again. And most people would tell you they believe. But belief leads to action. I believe that McDonald's food is delicious. And so, that belief in that food causes me to stop and get a sandwich. My belief that I um, believe um, that my chair that I'm sitting in is going to hold me allowed me to sit down. And what he says here is when people really believe the message of God, it causes them to act. 
If you believe that prayer works, you're going to pray. If you believe that God is worthy to be worshipped, you're going to worship Him. If you believe that God, whatever that next sentence needs to be in your life, if you really believe it, it will lead you to action. I, uh, I hear this all the time from people as I travel and, and talk to and visit. Everybody wants to believe in their mind that they have a belief in God. But when that belief requires them to put it into action, to sacrifice, to serve, to, to follow God, that's where I hear people say, well, I just don't believe that. I don't believe that's necessary. And um, tonight I want to challenge you with this. If God has saved you from your sins tonight, if God has forgiven you from the mistakes even after you were saved, if you really believe that He died on the cross for your sins and was buried and rose again, my challenge to you tonight is put that belief into action. If I really believe that God wants me to, to love and cherish my wife, if I really believe it, I will start to live it. If I really believe that God wants me to be a Christian father to my children, my belief in that needs to lead to action. And sometimes we think, well, Jake, God, I can't do big things for God. And like Jonah preaching to this whole city, maybe God just wants you to be faithful to your family. Maybe God just wants you to be faithful at work. Maybe God just wants you to be faithful at church. And so if you really believe in Him tonight, like these people in Nineveh did, it changed their life. They began to fast, to give up food. They began to put on sackcloth, which was a sign of repentance. It says from the greatest to the least of them. You see, it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, black or white, old or young. The message that God has to you and me tonight is repent. Wherever I've been, whatever I've done can be forgiven. Hope can be restored. Joy can be replenished. But it's going to take me believing God and putting it into action. So tonight we looked at three things. The first one was <clears throat> the callings and gifts that God gives you don't go away. Keep serving Him no matter what. Second, we looked up that obedience makes all the difference. At some point, you've got to go from being a talking Christian to a walking Christian. And third and finally, when you really believe something, you'll live it. That doesn't mean you'll be perfect at it. I believe that God hates sin and doesn't want sin in my life as a Christian. But yet I still stumble into sin. I believe that God doesn't want me to hold unforgiveness in my heart, but I can tell you, I can hold unforgiveness in my heart. And so it's not an issue of perfection. It's an issue of repentance and change. Turning from the sinful things in my life and turning to Him. And so as always, I just want you to know that we love you. We're praying for you. And I really do mean it. Any prayer requests or questions that you ever have, please send a, a message uh, I'd love to talk with you, pray with you, help you however I can as we try to be more like Jesus every day. And so, Lord willing, and if the rapture don't happen, I'll uh, see you Monday night.